Welcome back to the Old Soul, New Soul Astrology Podcast. We are marching right on down the line with our Saturn in Pisces series, how it affects your sun sign or your rising sign. The last was Scorpio. Now it's time to party. Sagittarius. Robert, you think that we're going to have some fun with some Jupiter-expanded Sagittarian characteristics? Oh, I think you're probably right. Because for Sagittarius rising or Sagittarius suns, transiting Saturn is in a fourth house position. It's the only sign that has transiting Saturn in this fourth house of endings and beginnings. And this is major because Saturn is a major planet. It takes two and a half years to go through a sign or go through a house. It enters Aries at the end of April of 25. So what we're about to talk about here extends from now through then. And Saturn, as everybody knows, I kind of call it the get real planet. But Saturn going through the fourth house emphasized, you think of Pisces where Saturn's transiting now, as two fish tethered together swimming in opposite directions. One is looking backward and one is looking forward. So in a very major way for Sagittarius rising, Sagittarius sun, between now and the spring of 25 is a time of important endings and new beginnings connected, first of all, with home and family. So depending on your age and the age of your siblings and your parents and your relatives, this can be a time of endings, even up to and including deaths, important deaths in your circle. And that can be an external manifestation of what's going on inside Sagittarians, which is a definite ending to a whole phase of life. In fact, you can go back about 30 years, 29 and a half years, really, when Saturn was last in this position. And think about what was going on with you in terms of where you lived, what you were doing for work and career and so on. Because in a lot of ways, this period is also a transition from a whole previous attitude toward life into a new, a very exciting attitude toward life. This whole philosophy of life, your philosophy of life as a Sagittarian, rising or sun sign, is in transition. Pisces is a transitional sign. So you're moving away from a lot of old habits, old friends, maybe old jobs, old ways of working, and towards something that's coming up, starting really in the spring of 25, New interests, new hobbies, new talents. In the spring of 25, Sagittarian people are likely to get in touch with their own creativity. So many Sagittarians, rising or sun sign, are going to be starting maybe a business or a secondary stream of income that's based on a talent. It can be a metaphysical talent, an artistic talent, musical talent. It can be teaching. It can be going back to school, taking training of some kind as Saturn moves into Aries. So this transitional period here is very sensitive. And Sagittarius rising or sun signs 
may have health issues that they just need to pay attention to. This doesn't mean that there have to be dire health issues, but paying attention to your mind, body, and spirit connection is really important. So it's a great time between now and next uh, the spring of 25 to eliminate old habits that are negative. If you're overweight, get a grip on it. Start eating healthy. Start exercising and so on. If you've got drug or alcohol issues, get some therapy to clean that out and understand what that's about and to eliminate that. So it's a wonderful time to refine your life. Purify is one word. You don't have to go to that extreme. Nobody is totally pure. But it's a great period to refine your life. Eliminate sugars to the extent that you can, for example. Eat healthily. Eliminate red meats to the extent that you can. So it's a terrific time. If you've been thinking about making changes in your your lifestyle and your habits, your health habits, a perfect time to do it. Exercise is a big one. So Saturn going through this fourth house down here, some Sagittarians will, in fact, by the time this is through in the spring of 25, they will decide to move or relocate, or at the least maybe rearrange and redecorate their home or their apartment where they live now. So that's that's the the overall trend here. And, and the big lesson for Sagittarians to learn in this period is compassion. Be compassionate with yourself and be compassionate with other people, meaning put yourself in their shoes before you speak up or act out. Think about the other person's point of view. And yes, this can also be a period where you will find yourself in fundamental disagreements with people around you. It may be political, it may be religious, it may be a lot of things, but it's a great time to let go of toxic people and toxic influences in your life. Because when you do that, nature abhors a vacuum. So whatever energies the toxic people or toxic habits were taking up, if you let them go, let them die, let them leave, nature abhors a vacuum and new and more positive habits and people will come in to fill that vacuum. And that's what you can look forward to with this transit. So between now and the spring of, of 25, is a great time to get more philosophical, more metaphysical, get in tune with your own inner life, your inner reality, the non-physical reality. Get in touch with the artistic and creative and metaphysical and spiritual side of yourself. Yes, think about going back to school, getting some training. It doesn't have to be getting a PhD. It could be informal classes, but developing looking forward to what you want the next 30 years of your life to look like. And that's this period for Saturn and Pisces for Sag. I love that you went straight to endings and new beginnings in the fourth house, because the fourth house, you know, cookbook, we think of home, family, um, perhaps the parent of greater influence, typically in traditional kind of settings, the mother. But you went straight to endings, and I am reminded of Mark Edmund Jones' End of the Matter for the Fourth House. We have it in our yes. horary class, right? You spent a lot of time talking about the end of the matter and the characteristics around that. 
Okay, so it dawns on me, we're talking about Saturn in Pisces, which rules the 12th house of endings and completions. Would you distinguish between the endings that we would find in the 12th and the end of the matter that we would find in the 4th? Yes, it's a great question. And you bring up Aries astrology and Mark Edmund Jones, and here's one of the distinctions he makes. The watery houses, the 4th, 8th, and 12th are the watery houses. The 8th house rules death, but the final disposition of the body is ruled at the 4th house. So it's an interesting symbolic and I think fairly clear distinction. The death and rebirth process is what takes place in the 8th house, but the final disposition of the body, whether it's burial or cremation or what have you, is the 4th house. So that's what the end of the matter, the final end of the matter. In orary astrology, when you're bringing that up, once you've determined what house in the horary chart rules the question, then the opposite house shows you the immediate outcome or the immediate answer. But the final, ultimate, long-term answer is at the fourth house in relation to the house that rules the question. Same with you as a person. You look at your ascendant, you look at your eighth house, and then you can look at the fourth. So the eighth house is really that house of transformation. And we, all of us, are constantly dying and reborn, being reborn. People don't, they're not aware of this consciously. The ultimate death is when our physical body finally can't go on anymore because the immune system wears out from fighting off all these things and finally just says, okay, enough. I've had it with physical reality. I'm going to die. That's the ultimate kind of death, but every day, every week, every month and year, we are constantly dying and being reborn. There's not one cell in our bodies today that was there seven years ago, not one. At the same time, the phoenix rising from the ashes, they're being replaced with new cells so that our bodies are constantly in a process of death and rebirth, and it depends on your metaphysical mindset, your spiritual mindset, whether the new cells that are constantly replacing the dying ones, whether those new cells are coming into a metaphysical, spiritual being that is positive or negative. If you are constantly worried and fearful and negative and, oh, woe is me, and you're focused on what's wrong, then the new cells will come into an atmosphere of wrong, and they will replicate your belief systems, everything is wrong. I'm getting worse. I'm getting sicker. I'm getting lonelier. And the new cells will come in and replicate that. If you consciously put in a little effort spiritually and metaphysically to change that, that gestalt, your inner gestalt, to know I'm getting better. I'm getting rid of old habits. I'm getting rid of old cells. I'm getting rid of old friends that are taking up time in negative ways. I'm getting rid of old forms of work and occupations that I hate, and I'm replacing them with something new and something hopeful and something exciting and something loving. Then the new cells will come in and replicate that 
so that over time, seven years is all it takes, because that's how long it takes for every cell in the body to be replaced. So we're constantly dying and being reborn, and we're not even aware of it. But it's going on, and all you have to do to be aware of it is just remind yourself that that process is going on. There's nothing in my body today, not one cell, tissue, organ, bone, nothing that was there seven years ago, and yet we're not even aware of this constant death and rebirth process. And that's very much attached to the Saturn in Pisces for Sagittarius. So then 12th house endings. There's not a 13th house, right? It's, it is the end. The 12th house is not so much about endings as transitions, really. It's the last sign before Aries of new beginnings. So in that sense, it's, it's related to to death, but it's very much more of a, it's a double sign. So part of Pisces is looking backward at where I've been and what I've been and how I've been. And the other part of Pisces is looking forward to what I can be, what I want to be, what I picture being. And there are a lot of people out there who are neurotic and nervous and anxious and depressed and on and on and on. And then when they look forward, they become more anxious and more depressed because unless they can have a vision for themselves going forward. And so the 12th house is really a very transitional sign. You know, in, in astrology, it rules uh, hospitals and clinics and institutions like that. It also rules prisons where we send people who are a menace to society. We put them in prison to protect society from them. So it's a very collective house, the 12th house. The fourth house is a very, it's the most personal house that we have in the deepest emotional sense. It's the foundation of our lives. So for Sagittarian people today with Saturn transiting Pisces, it's transiting their their sense of foundation. And it can feel a little uncertain in Pisces because it is a transitional sign. But it's moving toward Aries. It's moving toward a major new start when Saturn goes into Aries that starts in 2025, especially around the spring. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And I'm working through these distinctions in my mind, and I think people will appreciate this. Get a pen out because I think this is the summation of it. The eighth would be more transformational, death and rebirth. The twelfth is more transitional, forward, back, starting over again. And the fourth to me, I'm picturing a cul-de-sac, the end, the dead end, <laughs> right? I, love that, I love that description. Absolutely. Okay. Transformational, transitional, and, and new beginnings. Yeah. Wow. That's cool. So in essence, for people with Sag Rising or Sag Sun, between now and, and the spring of 2025 is where they are laying the, a new foundation for the next 30 years of their lives. And I can see it in my own life. I don't happen to have Saturn transiting the fourth, but I'm very conscious of this Saturn and Pisces process of, of moving forward and, and new starts. Pisces is the 12th sign, the 12th house. And you know the, the old cliche about the 12th house, secret sorrow, self-undoing. And that is the, the negative side of the 12th house. But people forget that the 12th house also shows hidden treasure and hidden support. 
So if you consciously start thinking about the sign on your 12th house and the planets in your 12th house and the 12th house ruler and where it is and so on, you begin to consciously appreciate your 12th house. If you have any negative habits that may be shown there in the 12th or by the ruler of the 12th, eliminating those negative habits, the process of doing that reverses. It's like flipping over the leaf. If you're an alcoholic and you stop drinking, then all of the energy that you were wasting and dissipating in alcoholism is now free to be creative and constructive rather than destructive. So the 12th house and Pisces itself rule dissipation, wasting of self, why it's associated with wasting diseases, for example. But to consciously apprehend it, you can think about, well, what is Pisces other than a transitional sign, as you mentioned? And I'm leaving one thing and moving toward another. Well, am I moving toward more negativity? Or am I leaving negativity and moving toward a much more positive and constructive and self-determined future? Aries is the sign of the self. And one of the key phrases or key themes of Saturn transiting through Pisces, I just was reading something the other day, Thomas, by a woman who'd spent her entire life as a caregiver in hospice, caring for the sick and the dying. And she's written a book now about the top five regrets of the dying, people who are dying. What are their top five regrets? Number one is, I wish I had lived my life according to what I wanted to do rather than living it for other people. That was number one. And that is really the key to Saturn in Pisces heading toward Aries. Figure out what you, I don't care whether it sounds practical or not. Think about what do I really want to do? Start it as a hobby. Start it as something that's fun, that gives you pleasure. You may be able to turn it into a secondary income stream down the road. But start living, and it doesn't mean in a selfish way, because Saturn in Pisces does demand compassion for other people, as I already mentioned. But it does mean loving yourself, too, and honoring what you want to do. And that's where you should be headed. I am so loving that, and I've actually been facing it in my own dialogue with my own self <laughs> here lately. It's been a point of conversation. I, I can't get out of here, though, without asking about Jupiter, because Jupiter rules Sagittarius, and it ruled Pisces before Neptune was discovered. So do we bring Jupiter to the table? You bet, and great point. You know, Sagittarius is the sign of the wanderer, the traveler. And that means mentally and philosophically as well as geographically. Uh, Sagittarius sun, Sagittarius rising tends to indicate a, a person who never stops searching. They want to know more, see more, experience more, get higher, higher in the metaphysical sense as opposed to smoking a joint. But that's a that's a path to it, too, for some people. So, yes, you bring in Sagittarius and Jupiter along with Pisces, and Pisces does rule hospitals. Jupiter's rule, Jupiter rules physicians and healing in particular. So that association with Saturn now going through Pisces has a connotation of healing myself, healing my foundations. 
So this is why it's likely when Sag rising, Sag sun, with Saturn transiting the fourth house in Pisces, that's why it's likely to have important epochs in your family life, whatever family you may have, relatives, parents, siblings particularly. And there may be things like serious illnesses or deaths or losses among those people which are meant to remind you, A, of your own finality, your own mortality, if you will, but also they are symbols of being free and liberated from past influences, particularly genetic and family influences, emotional, psychological, physiological, and spiritual so there's that sense of adventure that comes along with Jupiter as a co-ruler of Pisces. And that's where you're meant to look forward. The two fish swimming in opposite direction, the one looking forward. Look forward with a sense of adventure and freedom. Freedom to be who I really want to be now at this stage of my life, which may be very different from what you set out to do 30 years ago or 60 years ago. It can be a wonderful time of adventure as long as you let things naturally pass away. Well, this has just been great stuff. I love these analogies. And what a deep sign for Saturn to be in Pisces and correlating and house as well with the fourth house. Thank you so much, Robert. And guys, if you'd like to talk to him, you know the drill. If you've been listening for any time at all, just check out the show notes. It's our one-stop what's going on with this podcast. We've got a link. We mentioned the horary course. Link to it is right in there. We'd love to have you in it. We have a number of people that are just thrilled. Actually, I'll get a little secret out here. We're talking about doing a practicum in 2024, early 2024, but you'll hear about that more when the time comes. And that will be a time where you can bring horary questions, either about the course or just horary questions to Robert. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you next time. We have three more signs to go of Saturn in Pisces. We'll see you again on the Old Soul, New Soul Astrology Podcast with Robert Glasscock. <music>